0: you're listening to world radio gardening thanks for uh, tuning in and hopefully you're enjoying our programs right now i'm joined by our resident expert gardener ken crowther uh, to answer some of your gardening questions hello there ken
1: hi there so have we got some more emails in
0: we certainly have and if you'd like your questions answered uh, by Ken then um, I will give you the email address at the end of the program so get your pen and paper ready. So the first one Ken's from Chris at uh, Chris has emailed. Uh, he said actually uh, it was exchanging emails with us a few months ago. He's grafted two fruit trees uh, that he bought last year uh, there's some good news for the plum tree there's about there's dozens of fruit on them but the apple tree is not doing so well and there's no fruit so far uh, his question is uh, when uh, can he prune them and how much does he take off
1: well i suppose the difficult thing is that we don't know how large these trees are but basically um The plum, any stoned fruit, which plum obviously is, you would always prune in the summer. You prune between May and September. So you can prune the the plum tree definitely now. The plum tree you would only prune to shape. So you keep it the size and shape you want. And again, it was... um, it's about opening up the centre and stopping crossing branches, and that's all you've got to do is stop branches going up the middle or across the middle, because what you're trying to produce is a nice open tree that produces the fruit on the outside. That way it ripens very well and gives you a good crop, which is what we're trying to do. So that's, that's easy. Don't have to worry. Prune it if you like. Leave it if you like. Apple trees do benefit from pruning. Now, most are spur bearers, which means that if you cut the tip of a branch, you're encouraging small side shoots. Now, the more side shoots that you've got, you will reduce those back to two or three buds from the main stem. Does that make sense? So you've got a stem. So you've got to listen to this, Owen, and see whether it makes sense to you, you see. Um, (laughs) You've got a stem. You tip it back by a third, the end. And then if you've got side shoots from it, you cut those back to three buds from where
0: they come from.
1: Does that make sense?
0: I think it does, yes. I I think I'm following it.
1: (laughs) The other thing is you can prune summer or winter. Now, traditionally, we always did our winter prune on apple trees. And generally, that's what I would do. As we've developed some of the patio apple trees, we prune those sometimes just to shape in the summer. But if you've got a largest apple tree in the garden, I would still do that pruning in winter. And the same thing applies as the plum. You've got to stop those crossing branches, cut out any damaged wood, and as I say, reduce the tips back by a third and those side shoots back to three buds. And two or three buds, it doesn't matter. And that should give you apples. Don't panic if it hasn't produced apples. We don't know the actual age of the tree. Therefore, it's difficult to judge. But don't don't panic. Some only produce apples every other year. So just sit and wait. And hopefully, you've got pollinators in the area. Because remember, apples um, need another tree to be pollinated with your tree. But generally, in most areas where there's houses, there's plenty of apple trees.
0: Yeah, I was going to say actually whether it was to do with pollination, and, and, and I recall from from other programs that you've done, Ken, that um, you do need other apple trees yep. to to uh, produce the apples. So uh, perhaps uh, where they are where Chris is, is, is perhaps there's, there's not too many uh, apple trees. But uh, so, he might if you go out and buy another one, but maybe. if you do buy another one, you've got to see
1: the flowers at the same
0: time. Okay, um, Chris has also got a second question on on uh, Chris's email, um, and that question is uh, about runner beans. Uh, plenty of flowers, but they're dropping off without any beans developing. What can be causing this problem?
1: Well, it's it's funny because you know gardeners are always very good at blaming the weather, but actually it is weather related, and it's due to high day high day temperatures and lower night temperatures. And one of the few things you can keep Keep them on is to mist them. Now, you need a little mister, little hand mister. And what you do is you go around in the evenings and you mist your flowers. Now, that sounds bonkers, but it really does work. So, you you literally mist those flowers. Now, the other important thing with runner beans is that you never let them dry out, they must stay moist. And at this time of year, it's sometimes If you haven't mulched it with compost or something around the roots of them, it's worth doing after a good soaking. So you give them a really good soak and then mulch with the compost or homemade compost, bark, anything like that. Hold those roots moist and that will help the beans to produce beans.
0: I remember one summer it was very hot in particular and and, uh, beans didn't do very well at all because it was just so hot. that The ground dried out yeah it is you know
1: beans are very susceptible to the weather and uh, this year we've had a right old mix of weather so far
0: well there we go chris i hope that's helped with both your, your fruit trees and your runner beans that we move to jeff's email jeff's in uh hello jeff thanks for emailing world radio gardening he says help is there a reliable method to getting rid of mushrooms from his lawn uh i've got to say no <laughs> um
1: there isn't <laughs> There's no, there's no, you shouldn't shouldn't really try using any chemical. There isn't much on the market that will get rid of them anyway. They're actually, mushrooms are quite interesting because mushrooms are actually beneficial because they're, they're actually um, devouring a tissue, an old material that's within the turf or underneath the turf. And in that process, they're actually giving nutrient to the lawn. So you shouldn't really... Be too upset about them, but people do, they're ugly, people don't like them. Some of them aren't always edible, you know, a lot aren't edible, they're poisonous. All I would do, if you've got a small amount, is go out with a dustbounder brush and brush them up. Um, you some people just mow over them, but that's a bit messy. Quite honestly, brush them. Uh when I trained all those years ago, we used to brush them up with a with a besom broom, like a witch's broom. We used to flick them across put them together and then collect them up when you do that you do spread some of the spores and therefore you'll get a bit more but this time of the year they're getting you've got a bit of moisture around you've got warm temperatures mushrooms love it
0: there we go well keep your mushrooms because it helps with the uh helps with the lawn uh so uh, there you go, around, uh around. jeff roundabout way eh? roundabout way okay Uh, we move to uh paul and jackie they've emailed world radio gardening uh they've got some rhododendrons and azaleas in pots Uh, they've had for a couple of years now Uh, they feed and water them as per the instructions of course they're getting bigger Um, and they need to be repotted when's the best time to repot these into larger pots
1: rhododendrons and azaleas well you treat an azalea at really the same as a rhododendron. We normally do those after flowering. Um, so you would preferably do it in May. However, if you think about it, if you went to a garden centre and bought a rhododendron at the moment, you might come home and pop it into a pot. So if you could get these plants out with all the roots and, and you know everything that's in that container out easily, you could still do it now it will be worth using an ericaceous compost, that would help them. Um, So the answer is ideally may, but yes, you could do it now and crack on with it now. See that you've got a pot with plenty of drainage, that's really important with both of those, and then keep them well fed through the summer period with again, an acid-based feed, which you can get, look out for one that's got, that's for azaleas and rhododendrons, and that will do the job.
0: Brilliant. Sound advice there for Paul and Jackie. They've also got some peonies uh, which are in the ground and need to be moved. Uh, it's now uh, it's, it's got too shaded for them where they are, uh, Paul and Jackie say, and they're not doing as well. Uh, when's the best time to be moving those?
1: Well, ideally, you don't move a peony because they hate being moved and most likely won't flower for years after. Sounds up as if I'm being a right pessimist, but I'm being honest. They hate being moved which is a shame if they're in the wrong place, you've got to move it. I would move it in the autumn, but it's really important that you get a good amount of soil with and root with it. And the next important thing is that they've got what they call a crown. You'll see that they've got very pointed buds in a peony, and those buds must always be above the ground. Never bury them. If you bury them, the peony just will not perform at all. It'll hardly grow and it might even die. So... Be careful with your peony, but do it in the autumn if you have to. And again, keep that bud above the ground.
0: Okay, and take lots of soil with it. That's good advice. Paul, Jackie, I hope that helps and hope the peony uh, survives the move. Um, Final email for now, Ken, uh, is from Angela. Uh, Hello there, Angela. And uh, Angela's been out and bought two Floribunda roses from a garden centre but was looking around for the soil and and compost to put them in. Now, they were looking specifically for rose and shrub compost. Uh, They couldn't find any in the the garden centre they were in they, they looked through the, the various other packs of compost and decided against buying any at the time and wait for some advice. Is there other compost and, and soil that would, uh, would do the trick or does it have to be specifically rose and shrub compost?
1: Rose and shrub compost will have specific fertilisers aimed at the planting of trees, of shrubs and roses. However, you will be better to get them in the ground or in the containers... Um, they don't say whether they're containing,
0: putting them in containers, do I they? I think, um, just looking at Angela's uh, email here, they are planning on putting them into pots,
1: yes. Right. If they're doing that, what I would do, I would use John Innes number three, which is a soil-based compost and not a rose compost at all. A soil-based compost will look after the rose for a longer period. It's more sustainable. It'll hold fertilisers for a longer period. So And it'll stop the pot falling over because a lot of the uh, composts are very lightweight, whereas this is a heavier one because it's made of soil. Uh, So use John Innes number three. If you've got any other compost around, any other potting compost from either organic or even peat-based, mix a bit of that in, but no more than a third in with the John Innes and pop them into the pot with that, and they will be fine.
0: There we go, Angela. John, in his number three is what you're after. I'll tell tell you
1: just an interesting story about compost and why it was so short. You know, okay, we're in lockdown. Everybody was at home doing their gardens, weren't they? Mm. But in fact, I found out that the problem with compost was that there was loads of compost in the area, in the companies that wanted to put it into bags, but they didn't have enough bags because the company that produced the bags was on was shut and couldn't produce bags fast enough for them to fill them, to get them out to garden centres. So it wasn't the compost, it was the bags.
0: Oh, there you go. You learn something every day. And that's why if you struggle getting compost during uh, the lockdown, then that was the reason. Ken, thank you for that insightful piece of knowledge. And don't forget, if you would like to... Uh, Put your questions to Ken. You can email us here at World Radio Gardening. The email address you need is post at worldradiogardening.com. That's post at worldradiogardening.com.